He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. To infinity and beyond! No crying? There's no crying in baseball! Hello and welcome back to Know Your Cinema. This is another exciting MCU rabbit hole journey bonus episode of Know Your Cinema. This week we're watching The Incredible Heart, Hulk, starring Edward Norton. Uh, this is the second movie in the MCU, according to Marvel. So we're we're watching that with me. Uh, this is this is Jason. In case you're wondering, this sultry voice you're hearing right now. And uh, with me, as always, is my co-host, the King of the Ring, Mister Devlin Clemens. Let's get a round of applause, everybody! Round of applause! Boo! 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 This man! Boo! I'm a heel, son. Not for me in in this in this house. I see you as like the king from Ready to Rumble. That's where you're at in this house. You're. I mean, I, mean, uh, I will rule you. I right. will reign supreme as soon as I finish these here beers. <laughs> Yes, my name is Devlin Clemens. I am a former professional wrestler for 17 years. If you are not privy to that information, if you've not been a fan of Know Your Cinema podcast, um, if you've not been following us for over, uh, what is it, 76 episodes now, I believe, that we got in the basket, including the two bonus episodes that we've done. Oh, yeah. um, so sometimes I will drop wrestling knowledge on here or talk wrestling lingo. Um, I say gimmick a lot, so uh, don't hold that against me. <laughs> but uh, we are talking about the incredible hulk starring edward norton um i'll go out the gate with this one I'll, I'll i'll start shooting from the hip so to speak is it weird that i think that edward norton is a better bruce banner than the one we got in the avengers movies absolutely it is okay super 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 weird super weird okay mark ruffalo is amazing no, 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 no. Not saying that. I'm not saying that he's not. I have a I have a a, a problem with this movie that I, I don't know maybe you can enlighten me on or maybe if you felt the same way. So when I got done watching the movie, I sat there and I was like, okay, the story was okay. Everything cinematically wise with the movie was fine. I got my cameos. I got, you know, we had good actors. But I felt like, number one, 
Edward Norton's lines. Uh, he didn't have a lot of lines in this movie. Like he, he had very like short to the point lines. There were no speeches. There were no, you know, um, like over over converse dialect in the scenes. I also felt like every scene was just felt like rushed. Like we had dialogue to the point, cut scene, next scene, dialogue, cut to the point, next scene, next scene. Just like it just flowed very fast. Yeah, I think that's because it's it, this is at the heart of it all. This is the one MCU movie that is an NBC Universal movie first. Right. No, no, I understand it's, it's Sony. I get that. I completely understand. No, it's, it's Universal. Sony doesn't own this one. Sony owns Spider-Man. Okay. I just I, I and honestly in the MCU has the Hulk back. Right. I just I felt like there was promise in this movie. And I just didn't feel completely satisfied with this movie. It's weird. It was a weird feeling. Like I've watched a lot of movies in my life. This one just felt strange and not in like a bad way, but not in a good way. It felt like it was just, it's hard to describe. Like, I felt like I just kind of, you know, I watched a, a, a soccer game. Like I was forced to watch a soccer game. Like there's a lot going on in a soccer game, but I don't care because it's soccer. Yeah. In my opinion, this movie is like, Asking somebody if they want a Dr. Pepper and then giving them a diet Dr. K. Yeah. It's like not what you asked if they wanted. It's not even the 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 close knockoff. It's like, yeah. like, did I really fucking need this? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I had not I seen this movie up until this point either, so that's that's why I'm chiming in. I just like I, I felt like I don't like I said I just I just didn't feel excited. I didn't I didn't feel like this was a necessity for the Marvel universe. Like, I'm like, I get that they were probably trying to get the taste of that Eric Bana Hulk out of their mouth. But it doesn't fall far from that tree, in my opinion. I don't feel like it's... I, I feel like if you're going to cast an actor like Edward Norton in this movie, give Edward Norton a fucking opportunity to be the fucking masterpiece of an actor that he is. Don't just make him sit around looking at computer screens the whole time or yeah i mean out windows and shit like he was just boring yeah and 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 to be fair the the bruce banner character is kind of a boring character the, the, the and and i understand the writing concept of bruce banner w with that in mind but he's not a completely boring character like he doesn't lull you to sleep like I when the really fell asleep watching this movie. well i mean 
I tried to pay attention, but I I also read where like Norton was trying to basically you know get them to make this more of a Bruce Banner story versus like the Hulk story, like have the Hulk at the end, but like we wanted the complete Bruce Banner story and the studio wasn't going for that. They wanted to put the Hulk on the screen early. And like, I don't know if that was part of the reason why a lot of his stuff just didn't feel good. Cause to me, it's one of those things like I've seen a lot of Edward Norton movies. There was a point in time where every Edward Norton movie I had ever seen was there wasn't a bad edward norton movie and this one was like it's not bad but it's not good either i'm really like down the middle of this it's it is like excuse me it is the okayest marvel movie in my opinion it's not the worst but it is okay. Like it plus, is just. Plus, there was violence yeah. against a dog. Yeah, they shot that dog with a drink for no reason. Yeah, and it made me hate Tim Roth's character so much more. And to be to be fair to you, I didn't know that. That's okay. I had never it's seen. Fine. It. It's fine. Um. Also, while we're on the subject of violence to a dog in a Hulk movie, um, the best scene in the uh, Eric Banner version, and one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema, is they give three dogs the Hulk serum in the Eric Banner version, and then they attack the Hulk. There is a scene where a bulldog is fighting him, right? And then he gets the bulldog on his back and punches the bulldog in his fucking ball. And that is... To see the Hulk punch a Hulk bulldog in his balls at the age that I was when that came out was fucking golden to me. It was the greatest scene of all time. To be fair, he punches the, the dog in its dick and balls. He does punch the dog in his dick and balls. That is true. But it is both dick and balls. Yes. The um we're getting back to the Edward Norton version. let me let me just say the the shining part of this movie is is tim roth tim roth i don't think gets enough credit for being a great bad guy in film he's portrayed in a lot of films as the bad guy and he does such an amazing job of being a guy you really hate. Like he's in this movie called um, it's called The Musketeer. I don't know if you've ever seen it, Jason. I've not. It's a um, it came out in like two thousand one or two thousand two, somewhere around that line. 
and he plays the main villain in it. and it's got really great action scenes um whoever the stunt coordinator was on that was like a really high highly revered stunt coordinator and the the, the stunts are really good the movie is not that great i mean if you've ever seen a three of musketeers movie then you know you know the story but uh this that that he plays a really good villain in that one he plays a really good villain in uh pulp fiction although he's only in the beginning and the end scenes he still plays a really good villain in that movie but i think okay. this one he played we got to see a little bit more of uh the villain uh the, like a, a long-term villain for tim ross character and you know then then we get to see him turn into the abomination which is another great aspect of uh, this movie as well to get to see that uh, character in, on screen. But I think Tim Roth does a phenomenal job in this movie. And I think that um, I think a lot was lost because this movie's not that great on that performance. Um, Edward Norton's, I think Edward Norton's okay as a bruce banner i think that i th i think that he he would have been a, a a good bruce banner um versus the guy that, that we have now I, I mean you know like i said uh don't speak ill will of mark ruffalo in this podcast i'm not speaking ill will of mark ruffalo he does a phenomenal job as bruce banner he's amazing i just i love i love edward norton i think edward norton's a great actor and i think that for whatever reason he was clashing with the studio or whatever, and they didn't give him enough lines or whatever. I just didn't feel like it didn't translate well to what was trying to be accomplished with this saga of the story. But I think that he would be a great Bruce Banner, maybe so more than Mark Ruffalo. I think in order for the entire MCU to work out the way that it does, recasting Edward Norton as in as the Hulk and making him Mark Ruffalo was a crucial decision because I do not think Edward Norton gives us performances that are anywhere near what they need to be for the MCU like what uh, Mark Ruffalo is able to do <clears throat> because Edward Norton isn't funny at all He's never funny, and there's, there's nothing wrong with him. For you know, I'm not criticizing him for not being funny, but the MCU is funny. That's part of what makes it work well is the good balance of action and comedy that they have in the movies, and a good portion of that comedy later comes from Mark Ruffalo and his his interactions with um fucking the guy that plays Thor who I can't think of what his name Chris Hemsworth and so I feel like if we have Edward Norton in these in the MCU going up with the likes of Tony Stark or uh, and Robert Downey Jr. playing him or any of the you know Chris Hemsworth it doesn't work to me it doesn't work at all I honestly feel like if they would have kept Edward Norton, the MCU would not be what it is today. I think that that is one of the most crucial things that they did 
um, even though it was for, you know, a disagreement, I think that that benefited them a huge, great deal. And is probably one of the most pivotal, pivotal recasting in cinematic history as a result, because of how much bigger difference we would have gotten if we have Edward Norton's Bruce Banner in with the rest of these guys. I mean, I can see your point. We just will never know. We'll never know if that would have translated well. I just don't see... I see, because I think I think Ruffalo does a good job of being like a straight-laced guy, because, I mean, Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner isn't like... He's not the comedy person. He just plays a really good straight man most of the time. And as a result of that, I don't. I don't think Edward Norton has that. I've never. Seen, have you? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Have you ever seen him in any kind of a comedic movie at all? Well, Death of Smoochie is kind of a dark comedy. Yeah, but I don't think that he. Like the only reason that's funny is because you can put anybody with Robin Williams, and it'll be funny if Robin Williams wants it to be funny. <laughs> like I, I mean, honestly, that's how I feel. I'm. Robin Williams is comedic genius over and over. So I don't think, I mean, I, you could have put, you could have put the kid that played Mike in the last fucking Phantasm movie that we just watched in this, in, in Destus Moochie in that other role. And we would have still gotten a good comedy movie. Yeah. I mean, uh, he, he, Edward Norton's uh, really just more of a serious actor. I mean, he's done, comedy like animated comedy but you know i mean you know i mean i have to tend to you know lean on the side of i get i get what you're saying you know but i would i mean i guess call it personal preference i would just love to have seen edward get his chance to play bruce banner in the avengers movies and see if we could have got some comedy gold out of him I mean, I'm not saying that the man's not capable of it because nothing against him as an actor at all. I mean, I've heard that he's a huge pain in the ass to work with, but again, I don't know. I've never worked with him, so I have no idea. Um, But I definitely feel like Edward Norton is a fantastic actor. Um, So if... if, I'm not saying that he wouldn't have done a good job, but I mean, based off of what we got in this movie, I'm inclined to believe that it wouldn't have been great. And I think that that's partly because the tone of this movie doesn't feel like an MCU movie either. This feels like a... And I mean, there's MCU movies and MCU-related properties that are dark as fuck too. So like, like WandaVision that's going on right now, it's still like it's dark as fuck and the implications of a lot of the things that are going on in that show are crazy but they've still managed to keep a a really like they it's still funny at parts and it still has a good tone to it that like that that textbook you know uh mcu tone and i don't feel like 
it's remotely present here. Now, granted, this is only the second film in the entire MCU, so it's not like it's, you know, it's not like it couldn't have caught stride later. But uh, I, I honestly think that the only, the only shining gem of this film is Tim Roth's performance. Yeah. I think the rest of this movie is very subpar. Yeah, like I said, it just it, it it's just like like I said, I I'm not not to anybody who likes soccer, but I'm not a soccer fan. Like soccer to me is boring. I get that there's constant action going on, but to like I said to me, it's like watching a soccer game. It's back and forth, back and forth, and then finally someone scores a goal and they go nuts, and then we're back to being boring again. Like that's what this movie felt like. It felt like a soccer game. Like, I just, I can't get into movies that just are like that. Like I said, it felt like every scene, it was just like a little bit of dialogue, went to the next scene, a little bit of dialogue, next scene, a little bit of dialogue, next scene. Like, it, it flowed fast. Like, I looked up and the movie's almost done. I'm like, geez, like this thing went by fast and I don't feel satisfied at all about this movie. And I wanted to, like, I wanted to go into it because I'd seen clips of it or I'd, I'd TBS parts of it. And I'm like, this doesn't look that bad. Like, okay, we'll see where it goes. And then watching the whole thing was just like, oh, like, it was like watching a DC movie. <laughs> it was like, Man. oh, there's all this hype and, and this is going to be great. And then somehow Warner Brothers fucks it up. Right. Like, I just don't, like, the material is in front of you. It is written in front of you. You have the creator of the Hulk in your movie. I don't know why no one pulls Stan aside and says, hey, what do you think? (laughs) I just don't understand it. Like, Again, as I've talked about this with DC, like the material is out there. It's not hard. You do, you just have to get certain things correctly. You can be innovative. You can you can invent things for scenes or whatever. But the character basis, things like that, have to stay intact. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they were more worried about cameos in this movie and getting Bill Bigsby's face on the TV set and getting Lou Ferrigno with a tiny ass shirt on and ordering a pizza or taking a pizza i think i felt like they were just more worried about like hitting the high spots than actually just like building a story that was that felt good and this story did not feel good at all like it was there but it was just like eh, here's the basic story we're just trying to get past this eric banna hulk like that's really what it felt like and and it, it was disappointing because, like, this movie could have been something good. Like, I mean, if, if we would have had a story like Edward Norton wanted and we would have had a story where we didn't see the Hulk till the end and he was doing all these things to try to prevent himself from becoming the Hulk, it would have been a, a, a great story to then finally he has to, he has to, he has to save the city because somebody messed up you know i just i i get where they were going with it with the tim roth character and i get that they wanted to get the 
abomination on screen, but there's other ways to do it. It's like, you know, being a wrestler, like you got to tell stories inside of a ring in, in a short time frame, and, and there's ways to get to the finish or get to the storyline that seems more palatable than what they put on screen. And this is, feels the same exact way. Like you guys watching a bad wrestling match. Or a soccer match. It just, it just, like I said, I just did not feel happy walking away from this. No, I. It, it would honestly, if this was like, if I, if I didn't know that this was not like, if I thought that this was the direction the MCU went, and this, like, this is what we were getting out of it, and this was like my jumping point into the Marvel universe. And somebody's like, bro, this is, I'm telling you, like it starts here. It's real good from here on. And somebody, you know, gave me this movie versus like Iron Man or some shit. I'd be like, yeah, I'm fucking good on this. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna keep watching these 23 movies. I don't know. I don't think I'll watch the next one. Like, thank God. You know what I mean? That's not the way that we get, you know, like at all. Um, and at least you know we had iron man beforehand to like give us you know a fucking phenomenal movie um and then we have iron man again after it to give us you know uh, another another fantastic dose of Robert Downey Jr as Tony Stark goodness right but, right and I, honestly i think that i think that that's one of the saving graces of this because the first the first phase of the mcu is a rough one it is a it is a rough patch for the MCU. They're just they're trying to find their ground and shit, and they owe their entire success of getting past and even to the Avengers movie to Robert Downey Jr. If it was not for Robert Downey Jr. fucking strong arm carrying the MCU through the first phase, then we would not have you know where we wouldn't be going into phase four looking forward to phase five and, and, and beyond. Right. No, <clears throat> right. No, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I just, like I said, um, just disappointed, man. I really am. Yeah. But, um, I think we should move on to as hard as it's going to be our favorite scene of the movie. And, um, Can I can I use the Eric Banner ball punch as my favorite scene? No, because that's not the same. Um, worth a shot. I think. I think my favorite scene is the the fight scene at the college. I was gonna say it was the initial fight scene, but the whole intrigue about what they gave the uh, Tim Roth character serum wise um, and to see the difference and then the battle as a whole there and the, the transition of that Hulk, you know, can be kind of controlled by uh, Liv Tyler's character, you know, by calming him down or him actually still being human inside. Uh, I think that's a very good scene for what it was. Um, you know, and it just, it, it also keeps the, the arc of the, the movie going because Tim Roth wants more power now. 
So uh, it kind of feeds into that, that he has the, the jealousy and the envy that he has uh, for wanting to be a, the best soldier and the most powerful soldier. And then it, it, it inverts into wanting to be godlike. So I think that's a really good scene. Uh, I thought the action was good in that scene. Uh, I thought the 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 transition from Bruce Banner to Hulk in that scene was cool. I they you know they had thought they had him cornered, etc. And um, you know I just I, I appreciated that scene. If, I guess if anything else, much you, Jason. Um. Yeah, I mean. If we cut out, I personally don't. Th- I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Liv Tyler at all. Um, not either. She's in a lot of. She's in like a decent amount of movies that I enjoy. Uh, Empire Records. Empire Records. Lord of the Rings. Armageddon. I know Armageddon's a piece of shit movie, but it's still good. Um, and then you know, obviously she's. She's in Jersey Girl, but I feel like it's just—I don't know, man. I—I'm—I'll—I'll I'll go. I'll second you on that one, on that scene, simply because the fight, the the action part of it's good. But I don't the the cut away from the action part where we're getting Liv Tyler talking to uh, her dad. There, I don't, I don't know. I don't fucking buy it. Like I'm not. I don't find her to be that good of an actress. Which is the good thing that she's like when she's in Lord of the Rings, she's not like, you know, carrying the movie because I don't think it would have fallen apart. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know, man. I feel like she's just not that phenomenal as an actress, and I don't, I didn't buy her performance as being like something that I gave a shit about. Like when she's like pleading with her dad, I'm like, yeah, who gives a fuck? Like I'm. Like, I didn't get, like, that, oh, like, you know, hopefully her dad listens and then, you know, he'll he'll turn off the army and they'll stop fighting the green boyfriend of hers. Like, I didn't get that. Like, I just, I fucking, I was like, whatever. Like, and I never got, like, I'm sorry, but, like, the fucking crowning failure of this film is that I never got to be excited for the Hulk to show up. Like, I was never fucking one time, like, Fuck yeah, the Hulk is here. Like, I'm always like, that's part of the whole fucking enjoyment of the Hulk is like, I'm supposed to be like, fuck yes. Hulk is here. He's about to fuck some shit up. And I never got that point. Like, I never, and I think that, I think Liv Tyler's character should have been in a position where I gave a shit about her, right? For one. And then maybe she's put into some sort of a, a large danger situation where she's about to perish. And then, fuck yeah, the Hulk is here. But we never, I don't know, I never got any of that. I never got close to that at all. So I'm, I'll go with your, the, the scene that you picked. Yeah. Um, simply because the action parts of it are cool. Um, and it was, it was kind of satisfying to see Hulk um, bitch slap. Uh, Tim Roth into that tree. Kicked him. Did he kick him? Yeah, kicked him. Booted him. All right. Uh, Favorite quote. Uh, I'll go first. So it's 
it's in the uh quote love scene unquote when he's like i can't get excited <laughs> she's oh. like not even a little <laughs> all, all i got from that was like you know what i mean like all i got out of that was like some creepy i want to fuck the hulk thing like that's the only vibes that i got from that. <laughs> Like I didn't get like I don't know why, but like the way that that scene was approached, like it never felt to me like from there on, like she was trying to have sex with Bruce Banner. It was like she was like not even a little bit. Like it was like I wonder what's under those purple shorts. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's the only. I, just, I I it was a moment of like clarity or like oh man bruce can't even be normal he can't even like have sex with a girl his heart rate gets above 200 like he's gonna he's gonna split her in half right yeah so like it was like a like an awakening but it was a very comedic moment um right there and i was just like i laughed i was like oh it's funny because i was the scene was going on I'm like well his heart rate is gonna start going up like and then sure enough, you can hear the watch go beep, 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 beep. So, yeah, that was mine. What's your favorite quote, sir? Uh, probably that one. Again, I so underwhelming. I'll go, I'm going to go with that one again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to copycat off of you again. Simply because it was the only part of the movie that I even was like, eh. You know what I mean? Like I got like a little chuckle out of it, right? Um, favorite performance? I'm pr- probably gonna go three for three on this one, but um, uh, it's probably gonna be Tim Roth. I think Tim Roth again. He plays a good bad guy. Like he looks like a guy you just want to punch in the face, and then like he acts like a guy you just want to <laughs> punch in the face. Yeah. And he just, yeah, does, I don't know, he just does a really phenomenal job of just being this cocky asshole. And he shot that dog with the tranquilizer, so fuck that guy. Yeah, he he is uh, he is easy to hate in this movie, and that's 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 a you know, that's that's the crowning achievement of this film with Tim Roth performance in this movie. And I'm not saying that like, I mean, he's good, but he's not like He's good in this movie, and he plays a, a good villain, and he should play more villains. And I wish that he would have gotten to be Abomination longer, but like, it like this his his performance in this movie is it's still it shouldn't be something that I'm like, bro. The best part was Tim Roth. Like, it shouldn't be that because it wasn't. It still wasn't that great. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, I mean, it it wasn't, you know, Academy Award winning or anything like that, but it was still... It wasn't like some fucking Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool type shit. Like, it wasn't like, bro, it's spot on. You know what I mean? Right. Right, now I get you on that one. All right. The big question. Ratings. What are we going to rate this? I'm just going to go ahead and throw this one out. 
I haven't rated something like this low in a long time. This is going to be a five. And to your point, really the saving grace of this movie was the action scenes are really good when we had them. Um, the acting was good. But did they even feel necessary? Did you ever feel like it mattered? No. No. Right? No. <laughs> but at the same time, like, what we got, like, we got. And they were good for when they were on screen. Um, acting was good. I think that screenplay was terrible. How it was shot was terrible. Felt like it just was just boring and mundane and right in the middle of the road. And that's why it's getting a five. Yeah, I uh, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a I'm, I I hated this movie less before I started talking about how much this movie sucked. But like, the more that like I would, when I came into it, I was like, hey, it's a six five. Like it sucked, but it was all right. But like now, I'm like, I'm gonna give it a five five because I'm not gonna drop it a full one and a half points from what I initially thought. But like, it it's not good. It's not like it's it's just not. Yeah. Yeah, we're in we're in agreement on that one. I mean, it's not good, but it's not bad. That's the thing, is like Tim Roth Tim Roth really saves this this movie. Like for me, if Tim Roth wasn't in this movie and we got a different portrayal or he he really crapped the bed in this in his role, I think this would be below five, but he really saves this movie as the bad guy and normally i would say like a good bad guy makes a great good guy and it, it just didn't translate into this movie i just didn't i just didn't feel like again like you said the necessity of the hulk in in all these scenes like i again like i said i think if we would have got the hulk at the end like the big reveal of of the hulk in a in a redirected scene it would have felt like like the the culmination of everything that we've been wanting to see like if the whole movie was bruce trying to not have an incident that would have been great like they kept showing that i'm like okay well, why would you show this if it's been 17 days of that incident why wouldn't we why would we just do this at the end and make it the big climax like zero days without incident now cuz now the hulk's out yeah it it just I, I don't know man i feel like i we could have gotten a good movie here yeah the, I mean, I, like you had the potential of just to think that the whole be to be honest the hulk is a is a is a hard character to write a movie around it really is if you think about it it's a really hard character to write a movie around because, i think he makes a better supporting character and i think yeah, yeah have you I, seen have you seen uh fucking or three ragnarok yeah yeah i've seen it okay because i feel like that's like the most hulk centered movie that we ever get yeah and i feel like somebody figured it out like his fucking ragnarok's probably one of my favorite mcu movies that exists so like it's not impossible to write a, a movie where the hulk exists as a main part of the movie and it's still an, a good movie but this was not how you do it. Yeah, like I said, I think that you know, 
the whole point of Bruce Banner is he doesn't want to change into the Hulk. And he's been trying to find ways to not change into the Hulk. Then why are we why are we showing him finding different ways to not not change into the Hulk if we're just gonna have him change into the Hulk three or four times a movie? Like there's like I said, there's ways to 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 build the story to you know where it needed to go. And I think like I said, if we would have gotten a Bruce Banner movie called The Incredible Hulk. It would have been more, more entertaining to the audience because we're waiting for him to change in the Hulk. He's doing everything to not change all. He's trying to be normal, but then he has to turn into the Hulk. He has to make that sacrifice. He doesn't want to go to that place, but he does to save the city. Or I, I mean, even even on a lower extent, like even if it's just to save it, fucking fucking live tyler in this movie like even if they just take it fucking home like whatever like just give me anything that made and oh it just didn't fucking work for me man no i'm in agreement i'm in agreement man well folks that is uh the second bonus episode of know your cinema podcast be sure to stay with us and come back on tuesday for our review of roadhouse a movie that Jason has not seen, and yet his sibling is named after one of the characters in that movie. Find out which one on Tuesday. I'm sure you can figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure you can figure it out just names alone. It's the bartender. Well, the the bartender's real life name was John Doe. I don't I haven't seen the movie. I don't know anything about this fucking movie. <laughs> well no i'm just saying the guy who portrays one of the bartenders his real name is john doe i can't believe i stumbled into a random fact for you i've just you know. i like that shouldn't have worked for you like i'm a little <laughs> bit like like i shouldn't have been able to be like this and then like you'd be like well here's a random like like i'm proud of you for that like, <laughs> it shouldn't well, have worked out that well well i mean I'm the wealth of useless information, so yeah, that's why this podcast is fun. Yeah, so, uh, but yes, folks, please come back and uh, check out the Roadhouse episode and more bonus episodes as we traverse through the Marvel universe. Continue our journey into the unknown. And as always, folks, we like to leave every episode with. A couple of sayings. Mine is my best friends. And for you folks, today, all is right in the world. I always like to end with my favorite movie quote of all time, which is never take life too seriously because you'll never make it out alive. Tuesday, Roadhouse. Next week, what are we watching for the bonus episode? We are watching Iron Man 2. Iron Back to Tony Stark. Iron Man 2, the metal shit. Metal shit. I don't think that that's the tagline. That's not the that's not the line. That's not the, not the gimmick. I think okay. It, it it might be. I think Iron Man 2's tagline is like Iron Man 2. Um, we got Mickey Rourke for 20 seconds. No, he's actually like a, a lot for 20. 
Yeah. Anyways, folks. We brought back Mickey Rourke. Actually, the wrestler brought back Mickey Rourke. You guys remember Mickey Rourke from The Wrestler? We got him. I would have gone uh, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Just me. Yeah, I, like I remember that fucking movie. I've never no. seen that movie. I know you haven't. It's it's cheesy. It's got Don Johnson in it though. So oh god damn, Mickey Rourke and Don Johnson. Yeah, Don Johnson plays the the Marlboro Man, and Mickey Rourke plays Harley Davidson. And it's cheesy. Cheesy, this amazing. This sounds awesome. Just watch the trailer. <laughs> Just watch the trailer. But anyways, folks, uh, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for supporting No You Should Know Podcast. Again, follow us on our social medias. Uh, all Know no You Should Know Podcast. Share this episode with your friends, family, whomever. Um, just show us some love. We really appreciate it. Um, but until next week, Iron Man 2 bonus episode. We'll see you later.